Hey there, we're Chris and Melissa Smith of FamilyBrand.com, husband and wife, parents of five, and we want to help you unleash the power of your family. And we know it can be so challenging raising a family where the return on investment is unmeasured and sometimes it feels like your efforts are completely unnoticed. It takes real courage and commitment and a long-term vision for what you are building. You're building a family. And as entrepreneurs, we always think it's so interesting how your brand at home is the one that you think about the least. But at the end of your life, it will be the brand that matters the most. And look, none of us want to wake up one day feeling like, man, we missed it. Like we missed this opportunity to create something really amazing as a family. So what you can expect from us are actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a better parent, a better spouse, and to build a stronger family. The world needs strong families now more than ever, and it starts right here with your family. So as Melissa and I were driving to get some Yasso bars. <laughs> you should try them if you haven't. Hey, Yasso bars, if you're listening, we'd really love you to sponsor this show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start doing a YouTube version of it and eating Yasso bars on every episode. But they are amazing. They're Greek yogurt, but they're basically like ice cream bars. They're pretty healthy. This is turning into an ad. Yeah. So we were on our way to get Yasso bars because <laughs> our kids kicked us out of the house. It was so funny. Our kids wanted to watch a finish a documentary and they knew that there was a greater likelihood of them being able to finish it if we were gone. So at dinner last night, our kids are like, hey, do you guys need to go on a date tonight? Because we want to kick you out of the house because we want to finish a documentary. Usually because if we're home, we're like, okay, let's get off the TV. Let's do something. But yeah, if we're gone, it's like, free for all. Yeah. So we got kicked out of the house and got a date on a Monday night <laughs> and we chose to go to the local Walmart here in our small town and get Yasso bars. And we were just talking on the way, on the drive there and on the drive back. You know, ev- everyone who's listening to this probably is aware at this point, obviously, of what's going on in the world with Russia and Ukraine. And I just, it just seems like the world we live in today, you wake up almost every week to a new crisis of like this significant crisis. And Melissa and I were just talking about what can we do? Like what, what, what can we do to help the world? What can we do to help what's going on in Ukraine? What can we do with any of these big challenges that come up? I think the challenges, especially lately, they just seem so big and it almost feels like we can't, is there anything we even can do to make a dent or make a difference in, in this? Yeah. And so on, on a practical level, one of the things that Melissa and I have had some, I don't know if you would even call it success or just we felt good about is like when, when everything happened with Afghanistan and we saw an opportunity to, to support, Melissa and I, I think the best solution we've come up with is finding people that we really know and trust that are doing good and then support the good they're doing. So instead of trying to find our own solution of how to help, we just find someone who's already come up with one. And that's what we did in Afghanistan and we were able to support. Melissa found someone um, through some friends on Instagram that seems to be doing a lot of real, like doing really good things and helping people in need in Ukraine that we're going to support. So there is, there's ways to like support with, you know, by donating money, donating resources, ideas, like making connections. And I love getting it as close to the source as possible. Like when you're talking about Afghanistan, like we had a friend, this was like last August, I think, who she personally was trying to help people out of Afghanistan. Like she personally had her hand in it. So I was like, okay, I feel super good donating money to her. Cause I know her trust her can see firsthand the good that she's doing. Um, and donate to her. And I feel like I don't same know, thing I just, in Ukraine, right? Yeah. Same thing in Ukraine. So anyway, I just, there's a plug for that. I love seeing where the money's actually going. Cause you never, you never really know. 
so it led to this conversation that, okay, what can we do to help with these really big issues? We can do what we can. So in one way we can donate time, resources, money. And then it led to, but what else can we be doing? And I don't, I don't mean this. I, don't, I hope this doesn't sound trite. Like I hope this doesn't sound tone deaf, like, cause there are real needs happening right now that need attention, like outside of our homes, outside of our families. And I still believe, and this is what we talked about last night, the most powerful thing that any one of us can do to benefit the world, to benefit humanity and society is to strengthen our own families. Like our children are tomorrow's leaders. And if we want to prevent more of the things that are happening in the world, we've got to raise children who are strong enough to be those kinds of leaders. We've got to raise children who know who they are, like who they are, believe in who they are, see themselves as leaders, see themselves as, uh, as people who can make a difference. And I think sometimes it can feel so overwhelming that there's so much need in the world and there's so much, there's so many challenges that we can get so caught up in that and feeling overwhelmed by it that we forget to, we forget to focus on the thing that actually is going to make the biggest difference in the world. And that is our own family. And it's so hard also when, when there's crisis that's happening in the world, there's so many conflicting ideas and views and opinions, and there's so much propaganda and there's so much fake news. And there's also stuff that's real. But again, I, I talked about that last night with Melissa. I want to raise kids who can sift through that, who are strong enough to think for themselves, who can hear something and then think for themselves of, is that true? Is that not true? Do I want to support that? Is that real? And look, the more broken homes we have, the weaker the world becomes. It just, it's just a fact. Like, and, and, and all of this is proven through research, but the more divorces we have, the more broken homes, the more broken relationships, the more just devastation inside of a home, even if there's not a broken home necessarily or, or, or divorced, like the more that happens, like it, it weakens the world and the society at large. And I understand that that happens. Like people get divorced, like families break apart and sometimes like justifiably. So it's the right thing to do. And I know that maybe it's, we're not sharing a whole lot new here, but for me, it was new. It was this new insight. It was this new commitment that yes, I'm going to get involved where I can to support Ukraine, to support Afghanistan, to support my neighbors, to support people in need here in our own country. And I hope to never lose sight of that. I truly believe that the most powerful thing I can do to shape the future of my neighborhood, my community, my town, my state, my country, the world is to like focus on my family. And I think it does, it does sound, you know, if you just say it, that that's, you know, one of the most powerful things you can do. It does sound like, is it really when I like it, when you break it down like that, it's like, okay, the stronger families create stronger neighborhoods, stronger neighborhoods, then create stronger cities, cities, you know, states, countries. And then it really isn't that far-fetched that the stronger families do create a stronger, stronger world. And if you look at what happens a lot of times in the world with these big challenges and issues, it's, it's really, it's, it's unfortunately a handful of really powerful, but also really evil, manipulative quote unquote leaders, right? Who wreak havoc on societies and on populations and on communities and citizens. And you have all these innocent people who unfortunately are the victims. And the only way that's ever going to change is if you have those citizens and those individuals who are strong enough to like stand up to it and stand up for it. And you can take a really strong person and, and set them out on their own and they can still be really strong. 
but a strong person is going to be stronger inside of a strong community, inside of a strong family. Like that, like that strength grows in numbers, like it creates this multiplication effect. And so I just believe like strong families create a stronger world, weakened families weaken the world. And we're not saying perfect families, like let's no. just be clear <laughs> because that would, that feels impossible. And that feels like, oh, we need, we're not doing enough. We need to be better. We need to be perfect. It's not perfect. Like I think going back to, we've shot an episode about this, like what, what it means to be a strong, a strong family. I'll link that episode here, but I just wanted to say that. But you, when you really do think about the impact of that, think about the impact one powerful, confident, and when I say powerful, not in the sense of what I was talking about earlier with these tyrants, powerful in the sense of like, you think about the, the power of one individual who believes in themselves, who is confident in themselves, who strives to do real good in the world, and then actually goes and does it. Like the power and the, the ripple effect that one person can create. So when you think about this idea of, well, what could I do? You just raise one child who, when they leave your home, has some sense of who they are and has confidence in who they are and believes that they're the type of person that can go out in the world and make a difference. You have contributed to society in a really, really impactful way. And then you multiply that across however many children you have. It's, that's ma that makes a difference. I think more than anything we could ever do. And then also we can also do that for our, each other as, as husband and wife and spouses is, is uh, like encourage each other to be that as well. But I'm just more convinced than ever that I can't say that I, I, and I'm talking about me personally, I cannot say that I care about making a difference in my neighborhood, in my community, in my town, in my city, in my state, in my country, in the world. I can't say that I'm committed to that and not be even more committed to like doing it in my home. You can't say you're committed to making a difference out there and then not do it in your own family and do it in your own home. It doesn't work like that. If you're truly committed to making a difference in the world, you will show up in your freaking family and you will be a powerful leader, period. And when I'm saying that, like I'm saying it to myself too, like this reminder to me that like we got to quit the, like the BS and the fake like, oh, I'm really doing something. And this is myself included. It's like, well, but are you really like if you're not pouring into your family? If you're not doing everything in your power to like strengthen your family, how much are you really doing? How much am I really doing? And like Melissa said, of course, it's not from a perfection. Like I don't want anyone to hear this and feel like guilt or shame. I want people to hear this and, and, and maybe be inspired to like, yeah, I'm going to really look at this. Like I'm going to really recommit to being a leader in my home. I'm going to recommit to being a leader in my, for my children. What would being a leader look like in your eyes? I mean, for me, being a leader first and foremost is like that I actually live in them. I, I do my best to live our actual family values, that my children see me living our values. My children see me taking a stand for what I believe in. My children see me making and keeping commitments to myself and to others. My children see me believing in myself, going after my dreams, right? Like they see me demonstrating leadership. This idea of more is caught than taught. Like I can teach them all this, but also am I really demonstrating it? Am I living it? And you've said this before, Melissa, and I love when you say it, like the greatest leadership development opportunity in the world always has been, always will be is homes. Yeah. This is where we develop leaders. 
Yeah. I think a lot of times we think that like, oh, this, that'll be something that's developed later, you know, when they're put in positions to, you know, be a leader at work or, you know, they go to student government or wherever it is, but it all does, you know, start even before that. Yeah. And look, it's not your church's responsibility to help to teach your kids how to be a leader. It's not the school's responsibility to teach your kids how to be a leader. It's not society. It's not a sports team's. It's not a coach. It is our responsibility as parents to teach our children how to be leaders. And the school, the church, the coach can supplement that. And I've gotten, I've been guilty before of outsourcing that. Just kind of thinking like, well, they'll learn these important lessons like somewhere else. It's like, well, no, whether we want them to or not, they're actually going to learn them by watching us. And I'll just say, we're talking about leaders. I don't know. I just want to say that leaders also, we're all leaders in our own, (laughs) in our own way. It's not like, you know, when we say this, we're not saying, oh, they need to lead corporations or businesses. We're all in wherever we find ourselves. We're all leaders. Yeah. It's funny you say that yesterday I had a workshop, um, with one of our clients in Chicago, really awesome firm. And their whole team was in the conference room and I could see them all. And I said, how many of you are in a leadership role here at the company? And it was a trick question, but I always ask this and maybe a fifth of the room raised their hand. And then I said, well, four fifths of you failed the test. Like it was a trick question. All of you are leaders. So let me ask again, how many of you in the room are in a leadership role? And then they all raised their hands. But yeah, it's like leadership has nothing to do with a title. Leadership has nothing to do with a position. Leadership is, do I see myself as a person that can make a difference? Do I see myself as a person that can go out and make a contribution? Do I see myself as a person that has some gifts and talents? And do I just own that? Yeah, well, then you're a leader. And I don't care if you're the youngest member of your family. I don't care if you're the newest person in the organization. I don't care if you're the lowest quote unquote man or woman on the totem pole. It doesn't, none of that is like, has anything to do. Like if anything, like titles and positions, that's more to me, managerial type language. Yeah. I love what you said just now about finding your gifts and your talents. And I think a lot of times that's what it can be for us as parents, you know, raising these leaders, however we've been talking about it's helping them find, find that, like, what are your gifts and your talents and your strengths that you bring? Cause that's hard to, it's hard to figure out. It's hard to know. And I know, I think we're all, we all are striving to figure that out, even, even as adults. So what a gift to give our children, you know, as we're talking about how to develop leaders, help them tap into that, who they are, what they, what they bring to the world, have conversations about that. Yeah. Like, what do you like about yourself? What do you, what do you think you're good at? Yeah, and in that, I think it's like helping them find their voice and helping them feel confident to use their voice, like just to speak up when something matters to them, to speak out against something that they don't align with, they don't agree with. Like, I mean, I, I personally, I love it when my kid stands up to an adult and I want them to be respectful. But if there's ever something happening where it's like, no, that's not right. Like that, I don't align. Like that doesn't agree with me. Like, I don't agree with that. Like, I don't think that's right. To have the confidence, you know, to actually to do that. But again, this whole conversation comes back to, yeah, like we're, we are raising tomorrow's leaders. They will be the ones that are out there in the world. Like one more thing I'm thinking about when I, cause I asked you like, okay, what does that mean to raise leaders? And as you're speaking, I, one idea that I had also was, um, I think strong leaders, which again, we all are, they know 
they can see when they made a mistake and they can see when, you know, they need to course correct and they're not afraid to, to say that and be like, Hey, I was wrong. Like, let's, let's have a do over. I think that's important that our kids see us modeling that as well, that it's okay to fail, but you like just get up and you try again. Yeah. And and one thing I would say on this that I just feel called to share is, man, raise your children and encourage your children to love themselves. Raise your children and encourage your children to have a really confident, powerful, like self-image and view of themselves. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. I talk about it with my clients all the time that we've been taught this lie in the world. I think especially in our culture here in the US and maybe it's elsewhere, but like we've been taught that if an individual thinks really highly of themselves, like if an individual really loves who they are and thinks they're amazing and thinks they have, you know, great gifts or any, and would, you know, heaven forbid that someone would ever even say out loud, like, yeah, I think I'm pretty awesome. Like, I think I have some amazing gifts and talents and abilities. I think I'm a powerful leader. You know, like we would instantly in society label that person as egotistical, narcissistic, like really cocky, right? Selfish, self-centered, arrogant. And then the person over here who's like, oh, yeah, I'm not that important. I don't, not that special. Don't really have anything great to offer. That somehow that's unselfish and that's like humble. And I actually think that's just complete bull crap. Like the, that's totally the opposite, actually. You're feisty today. <laughs> <I'm> feisty today. <laughs> but like when you realize that and you can acknowledge to yourself and actually accept like, no, I, I'm, I'm amazing. Like I'm incredible. Like I have gifts. I have talents. Like I'm a leader. As long as that doesn't cross over the line of like, and I'm better than other people. To me that like, if it crosses over, if those things cross over to like, and I'm better than everyone else, I'm smarter than everyone else. That is not useful. But if it's like, no, I'm amazing and I have gifts and I have talents and I have abilities and I'm a leader, which means I can just go make a bigger difference for more people. That is like, how is that selfish? To me, that's one of the most unselfish, one of the most courageous things you can do is just acknowledge your greatness. And in doing so, acknowledge that you have this responsibility and this opportunity to go make a difference for a lot of people. And then on the flip side of that, when you're saying things like, oh, I don't matter. I'm not that big of a deal. I'm not that important. No, don't look at me. And we're like, oh, that's so selfless. Like, no, that's the most selfish thing in the world. The only one you're thinking about in that moment is you. How is that selfless? And I've been there before. And what's interesting is when you acknowledge that you matter, when you acknowledge that you have gifts, when you acknowledge that you're incredible and that you're a leader, not only do you realize you can help a lot of people, you also acknowledge and and honor everyone that's ever poured into you in your life to help you get there because you didn't do it alone. Mm -hmm. And when you say things like, I don't matter, I don't have anything to offer, you're you're not just doing yourself a disservice. You're actually kind of dishonoring every single person that's ever poured into you that's contributed to your life, including God. And you think about like, think about a world issue right now. What leader would you want at the, at like leading you? Someone who's like, no, I'm a powerful leader and I'm going to get us through this. I have the gifts and the talents and the abilities to do it. And I'm going to make a difference for us. Would you rather have that leader leading you? Or would you rather have someone up there that's like, I'm not that great, not that special, but I was put in this position. So I'll do the best I can. It's like, no, you want to follow the leader who like believes in themselves. You want to follow the leader who's like bold and courageous, you know? And it's so easy to see this in other people, but to hard to see it. But like, are we modeling that for our children? Do our children see us being bold, courageous leaders who believe in ourselves, who acknowledge our gifts and just accept it, but not because we're better than anyone, just that 
we have a responsibility to go serve. And we all have gifts. And it's so easy to see in, in your kids, like that they, that they have their each individual unique gifts that are, that are different. Um, but I know that we, as adults, we do too. So, and they don't, it doesn't always look like bold and showy and, and maybe that's not the best word, but it doesn't always look like loud. And I think a lot of times our gifts can be much different than how we maybe would initially perceive like a leader to look. Totally. Some people lead with their words. Some people lead with like their quiet example, but the reality is like, but regardless what your gifts are, like, are you, are, do you have the courage to just accept them? Because you have them. Because you, yeah, and just own them. Yes. And realize that you get to go use those gifts to serve a lot of people and make a real difference in the world. And I just, man, I just hope we're all reinforcing that message to our kids. Like, Hey, like son, Hey, you know, daughter, like you really, really matter. Like you're really incredible. You have real gifts and talents that can make a real difference in the world. Sorry if you hear our, um, ferocious, uh, mini poodle half heavenies who has a serious <laughs> small dog complex. <laughs> Pepper. <laughs> so I will leave you. We'll leave you at that. Um, you, you are doing so much good in the world and don't, don't ever forget it. You're doing amazing. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the family brand podcast to say, thank you. We have something really awesome. We'd love to share with you. You know, we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed because of the demands that are placed on them. They feel like they're constantly being pulled in so many different directions and spread thin and they're spending time as a family, but they don't feel like it's quality time. They're not really connected and they want to be more intentional. And we can certainly relate because we felt like that at one point in in our family. And so we created a guide that allowed us to really be more confident around how we spend time as a family and what we say yes to and what we say no to. And it's just brought so much more peace into our home. It's made our lives so much more simple. And we want to share it with you. So if you go to familybrand.com forward slash free, you can download the how to take back your family's time guide. And I can promise you it'll give you more confidence and more peace in your life than your family. One last thing. We feel so inspired when we hear from families that we are making a difference for them. We would love it if you would leave us a five-star rating and a review on the podcast so we can reach even more amazing families. We truly believe that the way we change the world is one family at a time.